Hello everyone, welcome back to the Simplifying Success Podcast with me, your host, Muriel Foley. Welcome back, welcome back. Now before I get stuck in, last week I spoke all about EVs, electric vehicles, I gave you the lowdown. I talked and talked and talked about EVs and I do genuinely hope that it helped and it might be an episode that you will come back to. It might be an episode that you might share with a friend who's thinking of getting an EV because like that I think it gives you the like the reality of what it's like to own one and also just things like tips and tricks that you may not have known. So this week's podcast is a story time. I know I like my story times every now and then on this podcast. I like them because they're not as planned. As in, I know what I'm going to talk about, but when I have a topic, I do my research, I have my structure, I have all my notes. Whereas when I do story times, they're very much a story, right? So I don't want it to sound scripted. I don't want it to sound like overly planned because it's more of a chat right it's more of a make yourself a cup of coffee or a cup of tea if you're sitting in traffic if you are on a walk or on a run whatever you're doing right now it's easy listening and you don't have to take notes you don't have to action anything you can just listen so yeah um this week is a story time Before I get stuck into what I'm telling you a story about, I want to thank my sponsor, which is Kiri's Motor Group. Um, Thank you so much for sponsoring this podcast. As always, you are stunning. Now, I cannot reveal what car I'm going to be reviewing next because I myself don't know. It's a surprise. I'll be finding out this week, so you'll know when I know. So it could be anything, genuinely anything, and I'm excited. So yeah, Stay tuned for next week's podcast where we will all find out together. Um, but no, thank you so much again to Kiri's Motor Group for sponsoring the podcast, giving me great experiences in new cars and allowing me to review them openly, openly and honestly for you. Okay, so before I get into this topic, I suppose just to give you context, if you remember a few episodes ago, I was a little bit on the downside, like I was having a rough week. And I just felt like it was a bit inappropriate to talk about it at the time because it was like I was comparing my situation to other people that were impacted by this. And I just felt it was a bit insensitive of me because you'll find out. Look, you'll find out. I will talk about this, but I just want to tell you the story time around it now um, because I like to be quite open and honest in these podcasts and particularly because I share my milestones with you. I also want to share that kind of vulnerability as well and I just think it's fair to you it's fair to me and yeah look everybody has good and bad days but I particularly had a bad week that week and yeah I just want to talk about it so to go back again even more episodes oh my god a long time ago it feels like a long time ago anyway I shared a milestone that I had achieved myself and my partner had both achieved which was that we got mortgage approved And it is such like at the time and even, you know, to get a mortgage approval. I know that some people don't probably think about it that much or, you know, they don't even think about it as part of the process. But it's a huge achievement to get mortgage approved. Like it really, really is because they go through all of your finances. They basically want to make sure that you are a suitable candidate to 
give you a loan of a lot of money so to be approved for that is is quite nice and we got approved first time around and it was fantastic and I shared it with you I was so excited I was so happy and it was it was honestly just such a good feeling it was like a weight off our shoulders so that actual week that we got mortgage approved we had a few viewings in the books and I like if you're not a if you haven't hopped on the property ladder or searched then stay tuned it's 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 quite competitive but basically I had sent out a lot of inquiries to different houses that we had liked um asking for viewings and so I had a few in the books coming up so we had this one and it was the same week it literally we got mortgage approved on the Monday morning and we had the viewing I think it was the Tuesday or the Wednesday that week so we were super excited we went to the house and it was just it was one of those feelings like we walked into the house and both of us myself and my partner we just felt his, his name is Paul I'm just gonna say Paul it's just easier I don't say partner that often so I'm just gonna say Paul right <laughs> so myself and Paul walked into the house and the minute we opened the front door we just felt like we were at home like I looked at him and look, I know I get very overexcited. I am that kind of person that is very emotional. I just go full heart. I'm in, like in. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, our children are going to be coming down these stairs. <laughs> like I was like, hadn't even made it to the kitchen and I was like already baking in it, you know. So look, we both just felt like, you, you know, when you know, right, it was just that feeling of I love this house. I love this house. It wasn't a new build. It was lived in. And it had so much potential, but it was also turnkey. So it was it was kind of ideal. Beautiful house, walked through it, like could envision everything, Um, you know, even could envision like where my parents would like sit and read on a Sunday when they'd call over after dinner. And, you know, just those things like I'd feed them in the kitchen. They'd be able to like chill out in the sunroom like it had a conservatory or a sunroom, as some people call it. And for me, I'm like. I'm from the country right and like even growing up I'm a millennial anyone who had a conservatory in their house I was like they've made it (laughs) like you're so lucky you have a conservatory so we were very excited about that but look the whole house itself was just just gorgeous we loved it and yeah we basically had like so after we do viewings we have a little powwow so we went to like that it was basically the house was like in this nice village we went to the local bar we had a coke zero and we sat in the sun because it was um july i think july or august i think might have been august actually when we viewed it so we sat out we had our coke zeros and i just remember turning to paul being like i love it paul like i love it like i love it i love it i love it i don't even want to go home and think about it give it the night wait the next day like i was like i love this house so essentially we emailed the real estate agent we were like is there any other offers on this or is there any offers at all he was like no there's nothing on it just yet so we wanted to hop on it early so basically we we put in an offer there was a bit of over and back as I said <clears throat> if it is one of those things that like if, if you're not in the the housing situation or if you've never applied for getting a house there's a lot of over and back now I'm not going to go into the nitty-gritties of it because maybe I'll do like a tips podcast when I like when I have the time or like when I have it like laid out this is not what this podcast is about but there's a lot of over and back like there's a lot of over and back when reviewing a house there's a lot of over over and back when you want to put in a bid for a house 
there's just a lot. So there was a bit of over and back, but to be fair, we weren't really in a bidding war, which we were very, very lucky um, about. And we basically, between the jigs and the reels, we, to about maybe a week or two after we had viewed the house, we were sale agreed on the house. Like the house was basically off the market. It was ours. We put a booking deposit down. So we essentially had the house. Now, obviously, there's a lot more to come um, in terms of like until like I've always been told, you know, until the keys are in your hand, blah, 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 blah. But getting sale agreed is a massive milestone. And it's basically all just paperwork. It's a lot of work, but you eventually get to the end point And there you go. Boom. House is yours. So we were so happy and we were like, oh my God, we're so lucky. We literally got mortgage approved. This was like the second house that we had physically walked into and viewed and loved. And we just, yeah, we just had that feeling and, you know, it was ours and it felt really, really good. The, the number on the house was 22 and look, I am that kind of person where I'm like, oh, it's a lucky number. It's a good number. And everything just seemed to go really, really well. Like it really, really did. Like we just absolutely loved it. So we were kind of, you know, making plans. We were like, this is our house, blah, blah, blah. So as you do, you need to get all of these things. I'm not going to bore you, but basically you need like an engineer's report, a drains report, surveyor's report. And they just obviously need to make sure that the house you're buying is structurally sound um, and because obviously it wasn't a new build, it would take a little bit longer because there was other things that needed to be checked to make sure that that obviously the bank and the solicitor and all those people need that to make sure that you're not just buying a house that's, you know, that's made of tin. <laughs> I don't know. Are the houses made of tin good? Maybe not. Hopefully not, because that won't land otherwise. So we got ourselves a solicitor and she was so helpful because look we were so green like we hadn't a clue we really really didn't and I wish that like in primary school or in secondary school or in some level of school they're like hey we're going to teach you about what it's like when you want to get a house hey we're going to teach you about what you know what you're going to need and all this stuff that would have been brilliant so in fairness for a solicitor like she answered all of her questions she was super helpful and she handled all of our paperwork like all of our paperwork so it was all looking amazing like it was all looking amazing we were getting closer and closer to drawing down our mortgage and we had like done our furniture now look we were in that kind of frame of mind where we were like we need to be in to get the other bits like we were like we'll get our bed our couch our kitchen table our kitchen chairs we'll get you know bits like that but we're not going to get anything major other than those because you need to be and this was the advice I was given by a lot of people was you need to be in the house like you need to physically be in the house to know where like what you'd like in each corner or like what type of little mini tables you want or even lamps and stuff like that so we were just getting what we needed so we had all of that we had to order some of our furniture so we knew that it was going to be with us by the time we were moving into the house and even furniture shopping was fun now listen some people have this idea that maybe it's what I'm putting out there but that I'm like a decor person that I'm going to have a good eye because I'm creative. Yes, I'm creative mar- from a marketing point of view, but I am really not good at like decorating and all of that. Now in The Sims, which is the game, in The Sims, I used to love, like I would kind of just throw whatever I wanted into the house and 
I'd be like, right, come on, fast forward this. Let's get let's get into the game. Like I know people who just played the game in like pause mode all the time and just built houses and like made their rooms the way they wanted to. Whereas I was like, kitchen done, <laughs> sitting room done. I don't have Pinterest boards for rooms. I don't, it's just not me. I'm just, I, and I really respect the process and I love when people turn houses into like, these amazing finished pieces and I massively respect that same as much as I respect painters artists like musicians people who turn nothing into amazing works of art like really really mad respect but it's just not my scene it's not for me I am like a I'm like let's get gray everything so then we can like get a colored cushion whoa (laughs) to add a pop of color that's me so when we were getting our furniture we kind of went on the neutral side of things so then we can jazz it up with an old blanket or something like that right so that's the extent of the furniture shop for me I know some people get really excited about the kind of decor doing up the house thing but me I'm like I just I just I'm excited about having a roof over my head and starting that chapter of my life genuinely that's all I cared about so as I said, all was looking great. And then we, our solicitor was like, okay, your contracts have arrived. Um, Basically after contracts, you're looking at around maybe four or five weeks, max six um, after you sign your contracts that when you're physically going to be in the house. So our solicitor is up in Dublin. So we got the train up to Dublin. We made a day of it. We signed our contracts. And then because we were getting the train, we had a few drinks in Dublin. We were cheersing all day. We were like, oh, like even the day we got sale agreed we bought like we had a bottle of bubbly and we were toasting to sale agreed it was a Monday and we were like lit (laughs) we were lit and it was great it was such a lovely feeling obviously we told our loved ones like oh my god we're sale agreed so even on the on the day we were signing our contracts in Dublin all those people got the same text all the people got the same message like contract signed and like pictures of our pints and just genuine happiness that this was happening you know so we were about three or four weeks, we'll say three weeks away from getting our keys, right? Our contracts were with our solicitor. She was just getting one or two things sorted from the vendor side. Um, so we were literally so close to getting keys, like so, so, so close. So we were like that, just making plans, you know, like Paul is renting, like he kind of told his landlord, this is the story. We should be in our house by kind of like mid-November um like I was making plans here like we were starting to just you know get ourselves organized for moving into the house that we were buying and the rain fell it was a Wednesday and it was just one of those days where a serious amount of rain fell in Cork and I just I was like busy that day Paul was busy that day we were both working And I remember specifically, I was on a call, I was on like a Zoom call. And I remember, like, I didn't really, I knew it was raining, I knew it was a wet day, but I was so consumed with my work, I wasn't looking at anything online, like anything on social media, anything about what was happening. And I just remember I got a WhatsApp from Paul and I was obviously on a call, so I wasn't going to be on my WhatsApp, right? But it was like my phone was facing up. And then I just saw that he had sent me a photo but you know when people send you a photo on whatsapp you can kind of see like the little thumbnail of it and it's a little blurred and all I could see was just this like just this weird person like in the middle of this picture and he wouldn't just randomly send me a, a, a picture I think it was at maybe two o'clock in the day very very strange 
and all he wrote was this is our estate and a picture so because I was on the call I just literally quickly just tapped into the photo to open it and it was a picture of a man kayaking in the housing estate like kayaking with the houses around him because it had flooded that much that he could get in a kayak and kayak down his street and I just my stomach like everything was just like no way oh my god no way so I finished up like I obviously continued and powered through the call even though in my head I was like our house our house our house and we got off the call all was fine like client didn't know everything whatever so then I was able to look properly at the photo and then I just went on all of the kind of Cork news apps like all the news and everyone was sharing photos of floods like really bad really badly damaged places from the floods like it was just flooding and flooding and this was three o'clock in the day and it was so bad the flooding was so 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 bad and I remember when Paul finished work he rang me and he said that he knew people obviously living in the estate that's how he got the photo and he said yeah he said they're all all the properties in that estate are really badly damaged like really really badly damaged so we still hadn't proof or photo proof or video proof that the house we had bought was damaged but it is in that estate and the estate isn't a big one either and everyone's pretty much on the same level but we were kind of thinking maybe our house is on a little bit of a height because it was an end house a detached end house and so look there was still a little bit of hope honestly a little like a tiny little glimmer of hope that maybe maybe it escaped it maybe it's okay and we yeah we just held out hope and then we were on Facebook and Facebook has all these like community groups for you know loads of people have different community groups for their area for their housing estates for all of this so we went into that specific area and we just saw people sharing pictures of their houses and we saw our house in the background of one of their pictures and it was you could see that the the water had gotten into the house so in my naivety I was kind of thinking right so they'll get a mop they'll squeegee it out the rain will stop and you know it'll just need a bit of airing for a few days and it'll be fine but the reality of it was when you have a house that floods like up to we'll say your knees everything in that house all your floors all everything has to come up because it's like I don't even want to talk about what's in the water but everything has to come up floors including tiles everything like everything's destroyed furniture and also insurance like there was no way that we would have gotten flood protection there is no way that that anything would have covered any damage in the house and especially we were like okay like there were so many thoughts going through our head firstly it was is the house ours like we've signed our contract what happens like we'd paid 40 grand of a deposit that was out of our accounts we had obviously you know we had we had every, everything was going on in our heads we were like is like what happens now like what happens now if we get the house it's damaged like who takes care of that what happens now is it delayed like all these questions 
But then in the back of your mind, you're thinking all of these people are going through hell in that estate and other places in Cork were really badly flooded as well and businesses and residential homes. And this is why when I was talking about having a bad week, I didn't want to tell my story then because I was comparing it to people who had been in their homes who were just like going about their day and then all of a sudden their house is destroyed in the blink of an eye. And for me, I was like, I'm currently sitting in a house that is not flooded, that is in good condition. I have my health. I'm okay. Like, obviously, in the grand scheme of things, everything that's happening in the world, you're going to compare your situation and be like, you know what? I'm going to keep my mouth shut because comparing myself and my situation to everybody else's, it's nothing. Like, it's really nothing. But you're also allowed to feel sad. You're also allowed to feel frustrated about your situation. Like, I was so ready to start that next chapter of my life and move into a house and have a house and after buying it and going through all of that and then it just came crashing down. But then obviously you're thinking, are we going to lose our deposit? Are we going to lose all of our money? Like if we moved into that house, even if we kept going and went ahead with it, any drop of rain that fell, I would feel so, I would be like, oh my God, get the protection up I'll have to move the cars we'll have to do this like it would have just caused so much stress because there was no way we were going to get flood protection going forward so it was just a really stressful stressful time and the next day my solicitor rang me and said it's okay on our side because the contracts are still on my desk I still have we'll say two-thirds of your deposit um, because the other third is the booking deposit which the real estate agent had she was like they are currently safe and she said I'm assuming you're not going to go ahead with the house and we hadn't made a decision on it yet but I mean <laughs> I mean realistically yeah we weren't going to go ahead with the house so then the following day the real estate agent unfortunately his house also flooded so he was a while getting back to us but he had said look yes the house is flood damaged unfortunately like it does cause a delay we'll give you your booking deposit back so it was very much a we were so relieved because we were able to get our deposit back we were able to get everything back now obviously we had lost money in terms of the engineers reports the drains the surveys the solicitor fees all of that but in the grand scheme of things it was a drop in the ocean like literally a drop in the ocean it could have been so much worse so I just remember that Friday morning that was when we had officially pulled out of the sale you know we like we were just sitting there like I did cry I was really upset Paul was really like he was upset too but (laughs) I was very emotional um yeah like we were both just gutted because that was it like that was it and we just couldn't like that we there was nothing we could do like absolutely nothing we could do we just had to suck it up and go right that's gone like that is gone and it's sad because you know you picture yourself in the house you think about I was just thinking about like my family and having them over and even like having a family of our own hopefully someday in the house and you know you think about like oh here's where they're going to like ride their bikes and here's where we're going to make memories and it is sad it's really really sad when you have to accept the fact that it's gone And then you have to go back on the housing websites and start again and look again and send out all those emails to people going, hey, is this available? Hey, is this available? Hey, can we have a viewing? 
to get like 90% of the emails you send out to real estate agents asking for a viewing, those houses are sale agreed. They just keep them online. I don't know why. It's so annoying. I know it's probably lead generation, but ugh. And, you know, it's like, oh, it's sale agreed, it's sale agreed. Um, so, and like the way I was describing it to people is it's like you're about to get married, right? It's like you're about to get married to the love of your life and you're all set and then the day before the wedding, they text you and they go, do you know what? I don't want to marry you anymore. And in fact, I don't want to talk to you anymore. Delete my number. And they block you and you never hear from them again. And you can never marry them. <laughs> like, And then eventually you go on Tinder and you're like, right, I'm going to have to, I, I want to find a partner. Like, here we go. Let's start this. And you go on Tinder and you're swiping and you're like, oh this person's still there (laughs) and you're like I have to start this process all over again and then people start messaging you and they're like hey how are you and you're like oh my god this is this is it this is this is my life now so basically that but a but a house version so that is where we're at we're currently looking we're currently Oh, doing viewings and we've done a couple of viewings now and they just they're just not what we like and look it's not like we have high standards we genuinely don't but we're viewing houses just to to get them viewed to see if there's something that maybe has potential but nothing has nothing has um even come close to getting us excited so anyway we'll get there we will get there um but it's it's funny because the day that we were sad about it, I just turned to Paul. I was like, oh my God, Paul, our furniture, our furniture is coming. Where is it going to go? Especially because we ordered a couch that's like the size of oh, a truck. Like, So we we got all that sorted now. We're we're actually um, renting a storage container. So that has all of our furniture. But th- those things, we, we didn't even think. We're like, oh, anyway. So look, as you can imagine, it was a really sad and frustrating week and it's just sad because we wanted to be in that house our first Christmas there hosting our families and it's just not happening and we just can't like we were like even in terms of house viewing it's like we're not even close but look I don't want to sound like a negative Nancy because as I said if you're listening to this and you're going Jesus Christ like she's talking about this 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 and everything else that's going on in the world and I also know that there's people who genuinely their homes were destroyed I get that I completely understand that um but I wanted to tell my story because if you are going through something right now and you're comparing yourself to the bigger picture like you're comparing yourself to things that are going on in the world and you're making your problems smaller in your head and you're not really dealing with them because you're like oh my god just stop worrying about that because look what's happening in the world because that's not good for your mental health either you have to let it out you have to feel all the feels you have to feel the frustration the sadness the loneliness whatever you're going through right now because if you don't let yourself feel that and you bury it it's not going to be good for you it's not good for your mental health and it's not good for for yourself in the long run at all so I hope that you have someone to talk to and if you do talk to them don't feel like your problem is so small that you can't even talk to your loved ones about it so please please do please do because I feel better talking about what happened to us and our situation 
and you never know like when someone's listening like I always say I'm like I'm just going to tell as many people as possible what happened to us because you just never know who's listening who might be able to do something about it like who might even just be able to help you in a way that you were like oh my god I didn't know you might be selling your house next year you know that kind of way so if you're listening to this and you're like oh my god my neighbor is just thinking about selling their house and they live in East Cork and their house is perfect for Muriel I'm gonna give her a message on social media hit me up hit me up I am literally putting it out there into the universe like come on universe like get us a house and although all of the signs were pointing towards getting that house it genuinely felt like it was so right for us um I genuinely believe that it obviously wasn't meant for us we learned a massive lesson we definitely dodged a huge bullet a hundred percent I know we did and maybe there's a better house out there for us that we can well there has to be really (laughs) that we can start the next chapter of our lives together in so there you go there's my story time thank you for listening oh my god thank you for listening this has been a long story time but yeah maybe it helped you in terms of you're going through something and you are thinking now this is permission to basically talk to people about what you're going through as well like honestly like you've got to let it out and feel all the feelings go through your emotions and don't ignore them and don't diminish them either so I will chat to you all next week talking about question mark car thank you Kiri's and yeah mind yourselves and I'll chat to you all soon take care bye